1: morning liberty well what is going on all of our liberty loving friends welcome back to another fantastic episode of good morning liberty i'm one of the hosts here charles chuck thompson with me as always is the one who knows just about everything there is to know but do i look everything. good
0: skiing right now is this is this how you were doing it while you were gone this weekend
1: yes nate okay all sure
0: yes as you're going down the slopes.
1: Actually, we didn't ski. Okay. Yeah. We did snowmobile. Snowmobile? So it, it looked more like- Like this then? Like this. Okay. Ugh, take a picture right <laughs> of it then. Yeah. And uh, we were going to go snow tubing, but we didn't do that either. But we went, we did snowmobiling, which was a lot of fun. Uh, walked around some
0: Breckenridge. You were and... like two miles up in the air there for a little bit. Yeah. You went- All weekend, basically. You're, in relation to Denver, you were like a mile higher than they are. Yes. It's too far.
1: It's, yeah. Um, also, the Airbnb we're saying in, the, the entire couch was a down couch. Okay. I'm allergic to down. Ooh. So, mm. my, I'm still recovering from uh, altitude and down. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Too, I hate feathers. You don't like feathers? I hate birds. Do you
0: like geese? <laughs> No. Are you allergic to geese I'm allergic. overall? Yeah, I'm
1: allergic okay. to them. So. All right.
0: Well, now we know that. So we know how to slowly kill Charlie. That's just right. get some geese for the show. Hey, what's up? This is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to.
1: I also just thought about the fact that our intro <sighs> always includes liberty-loving friends. We do say that, yeah. Which means the people that listen to the show have to love liberty. And they're our friends. And they're our friends. And if you do, then you, you probably should go sign up to be our real
0: friends. And you probably hate feds, too, mm-hmm. which is why you want to sign up for the Fed Haters Club. At joingml.com. You can watch us live when we want to go live, all right? Which is uh, the last couple of days not not been happening. But hey, we're here. It's Tuesday. Charlie, I got bad news for you, though, on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's not White Pill Wednesday. It's Sad Pill Tuesday, all right? Turns out. Let me guess. What's up? The world is ending. The world is ending, Charlie. You guessed it. Uh, the world itself is on the brink of a catastrophic warming. The UN climate change report says it it turns out um, there's a thing called like, climate change we're all going to die. I like the picture they used, too. Yeah. Aren't those nuclear?
1: That's what I I think that's What's up with a that nuclear stack?
0: Huh? That's what That's, it looks like to me. I don't, I don't know. That's a Chinese state owned coal fired power plant. Mm. I associate those stacks with nuclear power, but I guess I guess not. I thought those big tall curvy ones were always nuclear plants. I thought so too, but huh.
1: I guess we're wrong.
0: Shows what we know. Uh, but human this is from the Washington Post. Everyone, I mean, real scared. You tell your kids, listen.
1: Let me guess it's gonna be in about ten years.
0: It's roughly ten years. We're ten years away from Yeah. Pretty close. Ever since the fifties, we've been 10 years away. What's really important because we want to get this information out. If you have children and they're old enough that like you can talk with them, I need you to go up to your kids, even if they're like four whatever, you know, they could have not been talking for that long, go up to them and tell them, honey, there's no point in any of this in anything because we continue to use fossil fuels, and you're gonna die before you graduate high school, probably. Which means you lie to me
1: about everything.
0: Yeah, I don't even need you to tell me the truth. Don't tell we're me the not truth. Gonna be here. Change your gender. Who cares? You know, <laughs> totally fine because we're all gonna die from yeah. climate change. Anyway, from the Washington Post, human activities have transformed the planet at a pace and scale unmatched in recorded history. Since humans have been recording history, humans have changed the climate at an unmatched scale since they started recording history. That
1: we know of so far.
0: Mm-hmm. Causing irreversible damage to communities and ecosystems, especially uh, predominantly minority communities. I'm sure that's not in there. According to one of the most women definitive... color, it color. Definitely women of color. Yeah. And it affects the transgender community the most. Yeah. According to one of the most definitive reports ever... Published about climate change. Stop questioning things. This is one of the most definitive reports ever published. Trust
1: the experts.
0: Why are we talking about this? Let's talk about the most definitive report that's ever been published. Why are we talking about this one? Yeah. You know, I want the definitive ones. Leading scientists warn that the world's plans to combat these changes are inadequate and churlish And that more aggressive actions must be taken to avert catastrophic warming. The report released Monday from the UN. Hang on. Yeah.
1: More aggressive actions. Yes. We need to give these leading scientists all the money. You know. So that they can take these aggressive actions that are necessary.
0: I think it is just money. That's all they need. Mm -hmm. What we haven't done yet, though, that I haven't seen. Have we officially declared war on climate change? Because it worked with poverty and drugs and all that. Terrorism. But I haven't seen anyone talk about a war on climate change. You
1: need to get Congress to, t- to to declare war.
0: The report released Monday from the UN IPCC found the world is likely to miss its most ambitious climate target, limiting the warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius within a decade. Beyond that threshold, scientists have found climate disasters will become so extreme people cannot adapt. Heat waves.
1: This is when Mushrooms start
0: to It is evolve. <laughs> mm-hmm. HBO knows what they're talking about, okay? <laughs> Heat waves, famines, and infectious diseases will claim millions of additional lives. Basic components of the earth system will be fundamentally irre- irrevocably altered. Basically all the worst parts of the Bible. Scariest, scariest place happen. imaginable. Yes. That's
1: all you have to say: scariest place imaginable.
0: The world already has all the knowledge, tools, and financial resources needed to achieve its climate goals, according to the IPCC. We don't need anything else. We got the exact technology that we need. There's no reason to innovate past the current technology that we have right now. We've already solved the problem. It's just a lack of money. That's it. Well, it's the billionaires
1: hoarding the wealth, and is the
0: one of the. They could be saving the planet. Is the Elon Musk fall? But after decades of disregarding scientific warnings and delaying climate efforts, it Basically, has... Basically,
1: after decades of disregarding the experts. Mm-hmm,
0: not listening. Not trusting the experts. Republicans have closed humanity's window for action. <laughs> That's not what it says. Uh, the researchers say it's all but inevitable that the world war su- will surpass, surpass the 1.5 degrees Celsius of warming by the early 2030s, pushing the planet past a threshold to which scientists say climate change will become increasingly un- manageable this is so what you're saying is is not good we can't play god there's there's essentially nothing we can do they've already said that we're going to pass the 1.5 degrees uh and that that's going to be that's just going to be catastrophic on its own there's going to be heat waves okay floods every basically every flood the winds from your hurricanes i started building an ark You need to. A few years ago. For sure. Did you get that past the environmental
1: regs, though, to get your ark built? I just, this is my first time announcing it, so. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, so we've gone through a lot of this stuff before. Here's the problem. Let's, Let's have some fun for a second. Just a few of these. We've already gone through a lot of them. How about massive warming by the year 2000? You, an official who predicted the loss of the entire nations by the year 2000, also claimed the most conservative scientific estimate is that Earth's temperature will rise 1 to 7 degrees in the next 30 years. That was in 1989. One to 7 degrees in the next 30 years. It's been 30 years. Now, 1 to 7, by the way, that basically means it's going to be okay or we're all going to be dead. There's my prediction. (laughs) But looking back, they do this in 2019, the temperature rose about half a degree. It didn't even hit one. He said he gave a massive range. Didn't even hit the bottom of the range. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That That's one thing. Environmental catastrophe will cause, an, quote, nuclear holocaust by the year 2000. We've been sitting here worried about the nuclear war with Russia. It's actually, well, this is by the year 2000, I guess. So Wait. this is a post-apocalyptic world we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. Actually, in 1982, UN official—no one cares about his name—executive director of the UN Environment Program warned, "Quote: By the turn of the century, an environmental catastrophe will witness devastation as complete as irreversible as any nuclear holocaust."
1: I mean, that's what's happening with these hurricanes and stuff. I mean, Cat- same thing. Katrina was 2005. That was five years after, so he was off. It's off a little bit.
0: But you go to New Orleans right now. The world has never seen it's like a category, category
1: Five hurricane like that. Never happened.
0: Yeah, in recorded history. Mm-mm. And here's a fun one: the U.S. Navy predicts a summer ice-free, ice-free Arctic by 2016. And this first came out in uh, on December 9th of 2013. And this is one of those funny ones where there was actually like more ice <laughs> by that time. Yeah. it's not that it was less. Um, The home wasn't not ice-free. And then remember in this current warning from the UN that we have about a decade now. We got 10 years before absolute catastrophe for the world. Here's a quote from the UN. Governments have a 10-year window of opportunity to solve the greenhouse effect before it goes beyond human control. Mm. That quote was actually was actually posted by the Associated Press from the UN in the year 1989. Ooh! At that time, we had a 10 year window mm. to solve this problem, or it was going to be beyond our control.
1: Here, look, I mean, we should take this seriously. We've been getting lucky mm. that these predictions haven't been coming true.
0: Yeah.
1: All we need is one to come true, and then that that's it for life as we know it. Count your lucky. Uh, stars and blessings
0: if you can still that, see the stars through the the thick <laughs> pollutants that crowd the night sky yeah you know that's why you can't count your lucky stars as much any day anymore man yeah. it's so weird when I go up to my family's in Illinois and you look up in the sky you just see there's just stars all it's universe. like being in a skylab when you go out in the country and look up versus like right now like where I live, We're just outside of Nashville. You look up. You can see, like, Mars and Venus or something like that, but you don't see constellations and crap like that. It's just pollution, you know? You do at my house. From lights. We're a little further away. Oh, okay, okay. Man, the rich have all the blessings. All the blessings. You should come over sometime and Mm -hmm. look up. I will. I'll be right over there. Oh, I had to mention. We don't have to mention. We want to mention this. There's a Take Human Action Tour going around, and we're going to be... At the one here in Nashville, along with some other great guests. There's one coming up in New York, one in Chicago. Go to TakeHumanActionTour.com. Uh, Jeff, is it Diced or Deist? Diced. Diced. Michael Bolden from the Tenth Amendment Center. Uh, then, then we also mentioned earlier, there's going to be a Clint Russell from Liberty Lockdown, going to be debating that Destiny dude. Debating who, Destiny's Child. Who's popular for something. Mm. And who cares? Yeah, whatever that thing is. But anyway, come hang out with us. All right. We're going to be be a good time. If you're, if you're within uh, 10 hours driving distance, we're not going to get into the whole Trump arrested, not arrested. Is it right? This Alvin Bragg guy, what he's doing, what he's not doing. Have you heard any of this story over the weekend? Yeah. Okay. I did look at Twitter this weekend, which Trump predicted he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. Yeah. Not arrested yet. Okay. Everyone's, TDS boners went <laughs> just like over the weekend. Woo. Yeah. It was a lot over the weekend. We talked about it some this weekend,
1: and I was like, look, it, sure, arrest Trump, but let's arrest all <laughs> the other presidents who are still alive. No, we can't do that. Currently. Because uh, they they should all go to jail. That's
0: just a whataboutism, Charlie. That's, That's all that is. Of course. Yeah. yeah. You can't offer up other times when, they're, when they fail to arrest people. Uh, that just means you're... A MAGA Trump supporter, <laughs> of course. I just had. I just wanted to say. Th- also, isn't s- it
1: over something so stupid it's like re- Stormy Daniels? It's a
0: payoff for Stormy Daniels, yeah. and the only thing they're able to get him on because statute of limitations has run out on this thing is they're going to try and prove that he did it in There's order to help his campaign for president. In which case, they can get him for a cam- campaign, campaign finance violation for oh, using that hush money payment was technically for his campaign and in that way but they've got to prove that that's what it was for and so we'll see if they do that um i think that they're doing this on purpose because i see no way possible that this doesn't just help trump and uh, a a lot of people have been saying this and they're fine people they're great i know a lot of them and they've been saying that this is just going to help trump
1: which is why he probably announced it himself he, I believe he base.
0: wants them to arrest him.
1: Yeah. And if you look at his true social, I did over the weekend as well. It's just full of him, you know, crushing ronda Sanctimonious <laughs> in the polls, in the early polls, and all this stuff. And so it's just another way to stir up the base. And I think it's true. I think if they actually do arrest him and Trump goes to prison, he might be the first imprisoned person to ever win a presidency.
0: I don't think he'll actually go to prison uh, for for anything. Oh, we'll see. You know, a jury... I don't think he's going to get a fair trial if that does actually happen. We'll see. But the jury I think, selection could take five years. I think they're doing it because they know it's going to help him. I think that they were uh, what the Democrats would be worried about would be Trump losing and Ron DeSantis being the nominee and running against Joe Biden, and that's like a really scary situation for them. So
1: they want Trump. To I be think the they nominee want Trump to be the nominee because they know how to beat him.
0: Yes, because they think they can beat him. Uh, they they beat him once, they can beat him again. And I think they're right about that. I see absolutely no possibility that Trump would win re-election. I need all of you, if you agree with me, to tell your MAGA family members to drop it. There is no way in hell this guy is ever going to win an election. I'm just saying. He's got less support than he did the first time he lost. And people voted, you know, someone I was talking to was like, there's no way that many people voted for Biden. You're right. They voted against Trump because they hate Trump that much. That number will only be increased, and the number of people who actually support Trump will be decreased. It's only going to get wider in another election. So we'll we'll see, and I think they know that. I think they've done the math on it.
1: Do you think people will vote against Biden if they run Biden again, though? Do you think the reverse could happen?
0: You mean like Republicans? I think they were already—I don't know if you can get more— more out there than they did the last time. I, mean, the, I don't know. I'm saying
1: the people in the middle.
0: Oh. Like the... With Trump up there? I don't know how he's polling with independence these days. I mean, you could argue with the... with the
1: what. Well, you could argue that the economy currently mm-hmm. and those types of things, people are very, very, very dissatisfied with Biden, even more so than they were with Trump. Way more. So could the people who voted against Trump because they were like, oh, let's give Biden a chance because maybe he'll be better... And Biden's faring worse, seems like, policy-wise, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to inflation and the economy and things that are actually hurting Americans. They'll be like, well, at least Trump had a strong stock market or something. And, yeah. and they'll move back and vote against Biden.
0: I could. I think it could be possible. I just... I don't think, I think it's pretty much a lock that whoever the Democrat nominee is going to win, regardless. I think if it's Trump, Trump will lose. I think if it's DeSantis, I think Trump will run as an independent, just as a middle finger to everyone. And DeSantis would lose. Or any anyone else who could be running. Hmm. Um, I think it's, uh, well, mark it. March 21st, 2023, I said a Democrat will win in 2024. That's, there's my call. Right, right there. Uh, let's get on to the next thing because we do need to, to run through. Have you seen what's going on in France? They're burning it down. They're burning that thing down right mm. now. Both of us want to sing an Alter bridge song uh, right now, but we're, we're holding back at the moment. I'll uh, do it. Real fans out there, you know what we're talking about. Um, I, You know, we're not in France. I don't know the specifics of all of their policies and the way that their retirement system works. Darn it, do those French people know how to protest stuff. You know, they're pretty good when they get fixated on something. They they take it to the streets. They go for it. You from know? what I
1: could tell from the video footage that I watched, it looked mostly peaceful it, to it, me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, Ed, From what I know about mostly peaceful things. We got some videos, so we'll watch those. Ed Krasenstein <laughs> says, after French President Macron decided to raise a retirement age from 62 to 64. All right. <laughs> Two years, two whole years of of slavery. The French took to the streets, riding, protesting. This also happens to be the Republicans' plan in the United States. <laughs> they want to raise the age that Americans can get Social Security all the way up to seventy years old. In twenty twenty two, they released a proposal to do just that. One person released a proposal; no one signed on to it. Uh, but but anyway, maybe some people have since then. They need to raise their retirement age. I don't. I don't think we're ever going to do it. Well, also. <laughs> So
1: Republicans want to raise the age so that seventy-year-olds can get Social Security for a few more years. Because if we don't do anything about it, then no one's getting Social Security ever again.
0: That's not an option. Yeah, it's just a policy choice, Charlie. We can we have all the money in the world. Look at this, mostly peaceful. A lot of people out there, peaceful, burning. Look at all people just standing there,
1: mostly peaceful. Sure, a few things are on fire, but I don't see that fire
0: attacking anyone it's specifically.
1: Protesters tonight throwing bottles at a police barricade and setting tires on fire. Police responding with tear gas. That's bad for the environment.
0: Across every major
1: city tonight, similar scene. All
0: right, so that's one thing that's going on. You can see some of those shots from France. Um, I, this uh, Wall Street Silver page has been posting a lot of stuff. That's less peaceful.
1: Less peaceful, but it's the police, the yeah. ones not being peaceful. Actually,
0: police Look at that.
1: in this instance. Just hammering people with their clubs.
0: Throwing bombs. Okay, so uh, slightly less peaceful. Here's some more. People unhappy. They're
1: speaking a foreign language. Yeah, I don't, don't know understand what they're it. talking about.
0: Yeah. I, don't, I think it's good. French. Could be, yeah. Huh. I guess that. I guess that might be it. Um, Charlie, do you think we'll ever be able to do any entitlement reforms here in the U.S.? I think it's too far gone. This is two years. I think it's too far gone. Sixty-two just, to sixty-four.
1: This is when I become so pessimistic, where I'm just like, let's lower the age and run out of the money faster.
0: <laughs> Collapsitarianism, yeah. it is.
1: Let's, let's just retire at fifty. Start collecting social security at 50. Hell, let's make it 40. You know, everybody wants to retire by the time they're 40. Let's make it 40. You only have to work. Well, you get out of college about 30 after you get your, you know, your post degree. You need your postgraduate degrees. And then you work about 10 years and then Mm -hmm. you retire. And that should be, that's plenty. That's plenty of 10 years is plenty of work. (laughs) You've worked long enough. A whole decade.
0: The time that the you need thing, to spend
1: time with your family,
0: the thing that really bothers me here is that uh, you see people like Trump attacking Ron DeSantis because DeSantis has talked about needing to do something. And then DeSantis is like, oh, we're not going to probably can't do anything. Of course, like, it's
1: you can't suicide.
0: even as a Republican attack this problem. And that just means to me, like, Republicans, Stop. You're complaining about spending and entitlements and welfare and all that stuff. The problem is we've passed
1: generations already that didn't pay into Social Security. Now we have all the boomers have paid into Social Security. Mm -hmm. So they spent their whole life paying in. They're like, what? You're not giving me my money back that I spent my whole life paying into? It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, like Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Yeah, But
0: none of the plans would even take any of the money from those people. If you want to, if I can phrase it that way. No,
1: I know, but But, I'm saying, I'm trying to say this is what everyone, this is what all the old people are going to say. mm -hmm. You're trying to take my benefits away that I paid for. Like I gave you money for that car my whole life. And now you're saying I can't get a car? You're saying you're going to make me wait longer to get my car when you said my whole life that I was going to get it at this time. And now I've sacrificed and paid my dues. And I've been waiting patiently. And now you're saying I can't get it. There's That's a, what they're feeling.
0: There's a story in Michael Malice's book that I I might try and butcher right quick. You're talking about paying into this thing your whole life. And he was talking about someone in Russia who was wanting to get a car, had to wait 10, 10 years to finally get in there and, and get a car. And he gets in there and he, he gives him the money for the car. And the the dealer's like, all right, come back in 10 years and get your car. <laughs> and he's like, uh, are you you know, in the morning or in the afternoon? And the dealer's like, why does that matter? And he's like, well, the plumber's coming in the a- in the afternoon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ten years from now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Got him on the books. I butchered it. I think he said some different stuff. But anyway, let's get on to this last one uh, because we do need to do a, a little bit shorter show today. I've seen a little bit of this over the last couple of years, but Charlie, if you hadn't seen anything about this, there is a Twitter troll as... New York times is calling the person a MAGA Twitter troll, of course, who was arrested and is now going to trial for posting disinformation mm. about the, uh, about the election. And so the, the idea is here's what happened. It posted memes. a guy's name is Douglas Mackey posted memes telling, uh, Hillary supporters in 2016 to, uh, to text this number to skip the line and text this number for your, to vote. Okay. Yeah. Right pretty, after that,
1: he posted, you know, make sure you fill up your headlights with washer <laughs> fluid. Right.
0: And so this actually got 4,900 people to text the number. All right. It's creative. It's inventive. Hilarious. Now this is actually going to trial and this guy's facing up to 10 years in prison. This is why this guy
1: lo- this is why Hillary Clinton lost.
0: This specific thing. Now interestingly enough, and this information comes from Tucker Carlson, so take that for what you will. He says that the FBI contacted track down people that texted the number and couldn't find anyone that actually didn't vote because they had texted n- the number. And so one of the aspects of this case is that they can't, f- it For it's my understanding, they are not presenting like, harm, like a victim, a person who texted the number and didn't go vote. Now I could be wrong about that, but I looked up, I tried to find that information. And of course, it's all headlines like this that you see. It's no one digging into that. 4,900 people texted the phone. I have not seen anyone mention a person who said, yeah, I texted the number and thought that it was good, so I didn't go vote. They haven't brought that yet. So they they haven't actually found harm or someone who was actually disenfranchised. who actually scammed out of yes, their rights. an actual victim yeah. of this scam that the guy was running. Now, here's the meme. <clears throat> Avoid the line, vote from home, text Hillary to 59925. <laughs> Vote for Hillary and be a part of history. Wiki
1: even has a disclaimer mm. at the bottom there.
0: <laughs> you know they do. I mean, it looks pretty legit. It looks I guess legit, legit. So Charles, there's an article in here know, right. from the Daily Caller.
1: All right. Legal experts are sounding the alarm over a court case that could empower the government to police disinformation. Legal experts are voicing concerns about the ongoing court case of Douglas Mackey. He's an internet troll charged in 2021 for posting a meme on Twitter that spread disinformation. What are they charging him with? Well,
0: it's, maybe it's in What's here.
1: actual charge? So the the government deemed this uh conspiring to deprive others of their right to vote.
0: He forcibly he took, held them in their home. He, he took away their right by a meme. I didn't Did you know, know it was you that easy. Meme
1: people in- you,
0: you can meme away rights these
1: days. Wow. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mackey, who had over 58,000 followers on his account using the name Ricky Vaughn prior to the 2016 election, posted an image on Twitter that we just showed you. And so uh, it says at least 4,900 individuals text that number, according to the DOJ. He was charged in January under a conspiracy against rights law that makes it an offense to injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate any person and the free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege secured to him by the Constitution. Now that's... Now that's interesting.
0: Injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate. So you're saying that,
1: like Beto, when he said that we're coming to take your guns. (laughs) That's a threat. I feel threatened by a powerful politician Mm. saying that he's going to come and take them.
0: This is a a, a a galled slippery slope if I ever seen one.
1: Yeah. We should have arrested all the pro-life people, too, when abortion was a, a right,
0: mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you can't protest right outside the abortion clinics these yeah. days, you know? Can't, you so, can go to prison for that, too, I guess.
1: Aaron Terror is the director of FIRE, which is a legal organization that defends free speech, told the Daily Caller that it is difficult to see how any of those terms apply to merely saying something false about the election. Quote, The government's broad interpretation of the statute raises the troubling possibility that it might also try to punish other election-related speech it thinks is false. UCLA law professor Eugene Volokh raised a similar concern in Tablet magazine, which is the number one magazine. One of the finer publications. You can't find it because it's sold out.
0: Oh, yeah. In the tablet category. That's right. Writing that the breadth... Breadth... Such a hard word. Did we? We just had this word last week. We I think. did. Oh, the breath, <laughs> breath, breath <laughs> of
1: prosecuting Mackey under this law is disquieting. Precedent using the court's reasoning, this professor said, activities like picketing outside a party's headquarters or urging the Manchester Professional Firefighters Association to shut down its get-out-the-vote effort could also be crimes since they have the Intent to impede or prevent qualified persons from exercising the right to vote.
0: What here's So it's a good point there, like urging the someone to shut down their get out the vote effort. What I'm wondering is how people don't have the right to people to conduct get out the vote efforts. And if you don't fund someone else's get out the vote effort, then you're actually taking away someone's voting rights. Because silence is violence. By doing that, exactly. Yeah,
1: silence is violence. That's right. Mm. Quote, as applied with the, within the indictment, this law is used to prosecute a conspiracy to trick people into staying home from the polls, conduct, effectuated through speech, not a crime particular to the utterances made to affect that aim. False speech raises unique First Amendment concerns and depending on the context of the false speech may fall into categories historically exempted from First Amendment protection or warrant intermediate, not strict, scrutiny. Whether Mackey's speech is protected as satire is a question of fact reserved for the jury. In an original DOJ release, the FBI said Mackey's actions amounted to nothing short of vote theft. (laughs) This mother stole votes!
0: He's out there stealing them! Here, Charlie, here is a tweet that is still up on Twitter right now <laughs> from the day of the election november 8th 2016 hey trump supporters skip poll lines at election 2016 and text in your vote text votes are legit or vote tomorrow on super wednesday <laughs> this is still up right now now maybe she doesn't have a lot of followers maybe that's the problem Twenty seven thousand followers see the, um, she only has like half. Of yeah, what. you see, the FDIC cutoff is at fifty thousand followers. That's where the uh, yeah. the Fed cutoff is. So here's here's this video. Hey, hey everybody, this is Christina Wong, and uh, I'm coming out. I'm a Trump supporter, and I just want to remind all my fellow Chinese Americans for Trump,
1: people of color for Trump, to vote, vote for Trump on Wednesday,
0: November 9th. Really important day. We're going to show this country who's boss. And that's our man, Donald Trump. So don't forget to vote Donald Trump on November 9th. Which was not the election day. November 8th was the election day. This is a common thing. I've seen plenty of, you know, I've seen posts saying that Republicans, remember that the this is voting Democrats, vote on this day. Like, I've seen plenty of stuff like this. But I guess the fact that 4,900 people Uh, texted that number. You could say there were people that fell victim to this scam attack, but then they can't, from what I can, from what I gather, they can't actually produce any of the victims of this crime right now. And so at this point, I don't understand what the crime is. And even if they could produce someone who was a victim of the, who didn't go vote that was going to, I still don't think, Clearly do not think that this should be something that should be a, a censored speech because honestly, if you're that dumb to fall for that post, I honestly don't think you should be voting anyway. So
1: I think she gets away with it mainly because she didn't have the actual number for them to text. So true, true. People didn't get to text it in.
0: <clears throat> she told them the wrong date though.
1: Yeah. Well, the FBI says that it it it's illegal behavior. Mm. And it contributes to the erosion of the public's trust in our electoral processes. While the government can punish speech like defamation, fraud, and perjury under the First Amendment, Tare notes there is no disinformation exception. The truth isn't always clear, and the line between fact and opinion is often blurry. Given the government, a general power to police false election-related speech would have a disastrous chilling effect on political expression the government would almost certainly abuse this power to selectively target its political adversaries speech yeah this is this is pretty dangerous
0: now you might think well in this specific instance i guess you could say this makes sense because those people texted that number the here's what happens this case goes through and the guy gets found guilty and now you have court precedent on that and then something else that's maybe, maybe it's the video that we just showed you from, from that person. Well, people didn't text the number, but they said the wrong date, okay? And so now we got that precedent, we can build on top of that. Well, then what if you, what if you posted something online that was deemed to be untrue or misleading that affected whether or not someone went to vote for a person, you know? Like they... Uh, let's start easy. You made up a false story about them being wanted for murder somewhere or about them, uh, an accusation that someone made about something they did and that's false. Okay. Well then what if you say that someone's economic policies are going to end up in your impending doom in the next few years, if you vote for this person and that's you what, decide to not go vote.
1: Or they say like, if
0: you vote for mm-hmm. Trump, then you're a murderer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then you're like,
1: Poof. I don't want to be a murderer.
0: Now you have, uh, what was the, the words in the law itself? Oh. Injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate. I've, yeah. You think, I mean, you could say on both sides, you, you can see plenty of stuff online that would maybe intimidate you or threaten you if you were a supporter of either or candidate. And so can you go after everything Antifa does to intimidate and threaten people because it scares them from going to vote? Can you go after everything that the Proud Boys do because it intimidates people from going out to vote? I think
1: that eventually we're not going to be able to say anything. That's, we need to start <laughs> the silent podcast. You guys listen to us, do nothing.
0: Well, actually, we're about to start the silent pod. That's the next segment. That comes up after we tell everyone everything that we tell them what sounds like the end of the podcast. But we're going to go into a silent segment immediately afterwards because it's 2.43 p.m. and I need to leave.
1: Yeah, and and, and we don't want to offend anyone or intimidate them or threaten them Mm -hmm. to vote or not vote. I mean, we don't want to hold you hostage.
0: We might have caused some people to not vote for Joe Biden in 2024 through some of the things that we've said or posted online. Dear Lord,
1: hallowed be their name. Forgive me of thy sins that I have talked to people and they've come to their own conclusions after I talk to them. (laughs) (sighs) I don't think this is going to hold up. We'll see. I don't think it will. And if it does, like if this guy is found guilty, then I think it'll obviously be um, challenged and it'll probably make it to the Supreme Court. And I think with the way the Supreme Court is now, they'll be like, yeah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. That's probably true. So... That's my take on it. All right, I got to go. All right, y'all, if, you, if you enjoyed today's episode, please share the show with a friend, a family member, or a foe. Make sure you hit that follow button. Smash it, if you will. Go to joingml.com to be part of the Fed Haters Club. <sighs> mm-hmm. people to hate the Feds. I know. That could affect people's votes. That's intimidating and yeah. threatening. Hmm. Well, you should still join. Joingml.com. Go to Nate's Crash Course to learn about the markets and godhatesfeds.com to get some merch. If you do all that, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning liberty.
0: That
1: was it.